This is the DTV Digest, the podcast that brings you news and reviews of films which didn't make it to the cinema. And now, here's your host, Mike Parkin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the DTV Digest Short Shots, the podcast where we look exclusively at short films. In this particular episode, we are looking at horror shorts. I'm your host, Mike Parkin, and joining me as usual is Richard Hawes. Hello, everyone. So Rich has um, submitted or curated four films for us, and I've thrown in one as well so this week we're looking at a film called don't hit send followed by we got a dog sally and still buzzing and then we're going to round off with a film called verified so without further ado let's crack on our first film then is don't hit send As she unpacks her belongings in her new home, a young woman discovers that she's not alone. Uh, Really good short, this one, Rich. Um, It sort of throws you a bit of a, you know, a bit of a red herring, shall we say? It it starts off very creepy. Um, I was was reminded of a couple of things like um, Lights Out and um, The Pact, or at least The Pact 2 um came to mind as well is this and and i do love this idea of and it goes back to sort of analog photography as well you know that that um sort of cameras can pick up something that the human eye can't yes yeah um and we get a great example of this and i I love the thing you know with you know oh send me a few photos she sends a photo and it's like hang on somebody there with you you know i I love all that sort of stuff it's it's yeah the stuff with the messaging plays really well i think yeah so, that's know, right the, yeah, the yeah. camera because she's not looking at her phone and then all of a sudden the messages are popping up saying yeah, oh my god what is that kind of yeah thing. exactly yeah it's it's as you say it is really well done and and the you know the creature effect from a distance looks great you know um, it, it is very very creepy so so that's you know the first sort of three minutes of this short really yeah. is, is 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 that uh and and then just when you think well it can't go any further really because of what's about to happen it suddenly sort of like spins on a dime and goes the you know it's like redneck ghostbusters (laughs) yeah it's like a really it goes all very sort of subversive sort of black comedy Mm. (laughs) and it's um and it is it is that idea of ghostbusters of um you know the the original concept was that there was there were going to be sort of very blue collar Mm-hmm. You know, do, doing a very sort of drudgy sort of job that nobody else wants to do, and and, it, and you get that sort of flavour here. It's it's very much like these guys are, you know, the equivalent of like electricians or plumbers who've come in and like, you know, oh well, you see that problem you got there? It's a lot worse than you think it is, and it's going to cost you a lot more. You know, it's it's that sort of scenario, isn't it? Um, except, uh, except in this case, their solution is a bit more unorthodox than perhaps very you might unorthodox. <laughs> yeah, very unorthodox and very amusing. Uh, we won't say what it is, but um, yeah, it, it goes uh, <laughs> somewhere that a lot of places wouldn't dare tread, that's for sure. Um, directed uh, or made by a guy called Dave Landau um, from, from his own company. Um, yeah, directed this uh, directed by Bryce Olinichat. Ah, right. uh, um, okay. I think, um, and 
from what I can tell from when you get to the end of the film is, is it's actually part of like a hmm. like an anthology series called Normal World. And what they I think what they've done is they've they've taken the individual sections of that and released yeah. them as as individual short films, which that's what which I think does work. And hmm. um, this this does work as a film uh, uh, as they as they present it. But then it's kind of like a, a promo. It's kind of a a, te a teaser. They say, "Well, go and watch the rest," kind of thing. Yeah, um, I, I did. I did like. I I wasn't sure at first um, what that was at the end. I thought, mm -hmm. "Oh, is it, you know how YouTube tends to sort of bleed in yeah, the yeah. next thing?" And I was yeah. thinking, "Oh, is that, is that what it is?" Is it? But it, uh, I read a couple of the comments, and I went back to it. And you can see like the poster, you know, on the wall. So, you know, the recruitment poster, mm -hmm. um, which got, ah, right, yeah, I got it. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it is really well done. Um, this one, you know, it's, it's, it, um, it's not only really creepy, the, the setting at the beginning is brilliant. Um, but then, you know, the humor kicks in and, you know, the, the, um, the newbie, the yeah. guy and everything, it, it works really well. Really enjoyed it. And it is. It, it's funny because it, it is literally two, basically two parts. Because mm. the the first part is so straight, and it and it and it kind of has an end point, and it cuts to black. Yeah, and it's at right, the point yeah. when it comes back, mm. and then then the tone when that's when the tone completely changed, and we're much more in kind of a Kentucky Fried movie kind of mm. kind of territory. I was trying to think of recent examples of what that kind the, the it's kind of a sketch kind of it is humor. a bit. Um, it's, maybe like oh, a movie forty three or something, but that's the that's the only sort of stuff I can. It, it I can reminds bring to me. Mind. There's, there's another short I saw. Um, I think I saw it at Mayhem, and it was, it was I think it was a Swedish film, mm -hmm. and it was like a um, one of these sort of induction videos, you know, sort of training video for for new, uh, and it was. Absolutely brilliant. So, like, it, it, like um, oh, the, you know, danger at work kind of thing, uh, danger at the workplace. Oh yeah. And, it, and, it, and it's basically about this cleanup crew who have to go in and, um, you know, when when a demon sort of pulled through from another dimension and kills everyone in the room, sort of thing. They keep going clean up and then go find the demon and send it back to his reality. And that. But but done as a sort of training video, you know. Um, oh, that sounds excellent. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll have to find out what it was. Um, but anyway, yeah, so, so this is a very good start to the show. Um, really enjoyed this one. Um, any, any more comments on this one? No, I think I, I'm just, I am probably going to check out the, the whole episode. Yes, the whole normal world probably series. Yeah. Um, I don't, I think they might have only made one at one uh, so mm -hmm. far, but, but uh, yeah, it is a bit jarring how it does come up with that at the end. I would have liked sort of some end credits first. Yes, and to sort of round it out, but it does sort of just quickly cut. I mean, a lot of some of these short films do just end. Some mm. of them don't don't bother with credits or whatever. That's just the way it goes. Uh, working in this medium, you know, this is something that's yeah. been made for YouTube and stuff. So, um, but uh, as we'll see later, some of the other films take a more cinematic approach to mm. to, to what they're doing. But uh, yeah, I thought that. I mean, this looked great. The, the you know the cinematography and everything was was really solid um very very slick for you know just yeah it's just good, good music not like anything else yeah. i've seen lately with the terms of the you know how it goes from one extreme to another <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah it is two ends of the spectrum for sure okay we don't score the shorts but we will put the links to all of the shorts um, that we're discussing this evening into the footnotes so please do check them out <laughs>
Our next short is We Got a Dog. A young woman arrives home to discover her boyfriend is already there, even though she just talked to him on the phone at his place of work. Uh, I like the atmosphere of this one. It is um, very off kilter. I think it does sort of like, you know, touch on invasion of the body snatchers kind of thing yeah, a little yeah. bit. Um, but, you know, it has its own thing going on as well, which is really good. Um, but yeah, we we get these great performances from the guy. You know, she, she's on the phone. He, he he's a bartender. You know, he's he's at work. And she, he's going. Sorry, I'm going to be late. Um, then she walks in the door, and he's already there. And, like, oh. and 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 the guy does a great job of you know playing the same person, but with you know just slightly off. Mm. And it, it it comes across really well. Um, yeah, and then the sort of central bit. Is, is really <laughs> creepy as well. I was, I, I did not know where it was going. You know, I, I, th I thought, is this some sort of like weird BDSM um, sex cult thing that he's got going on? <laughs> you know, and what is this dog in inverted commas that he's um, he, he's got knocking around? It's it's a short one, but I, th I think it works really well. Yeah, this one's only about uh, six minutes, but I was think it's quite interesting because the it's similar in a sense to the first three minutes of the film we were just talking about a moment ago. Mm. Uh, it, you know, we're in a, a similar space, you know, as far as sort of kitchen, open plan sort of kitchen, dining, uh, living room kind of environment. Uh, most of it takes place in. Mm. Uh, it's another sort of creature appears kind of, you know, from the shadows kind of uh, thing. But in this case, I mean, the first one we had, just that one character alone here we've got a, dyna a, a dynamic a, you know a dialogue going on and a sense of unease building based on that mm. uh, and then the i thought that was what you, yeah the, the title's really odd the we 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 got a dog it sort of hooks you in you're like well that's really cute it doesn't sound like a horror movie so so that sort of need immediately sort of peaked you know got some interest whereas like um don't hit send you know it's, it's you know, a sort of a warning kind of title uh, that the that the first film has again, sort of mis you know, sort of hook you in. But yeah. um, the we got I wasn't sure where it was going to go, and then yeah, the, you you start to see the dog, uh, as it were, <laughs> uh, and they don't explain anything, which is great. It's all very, you know, you you can only really infer what's happening, what's going on, and say there's that body snatchers he kind of feel, and then the, the really creepy sort of payoff at the end. Yeah, um, it, it. I thought, yeah, it was really solid. The director Ryan Valdez uh, it comes from a. Mu uh, I think he's done several projects, but he's got a music video background. He's directed uh, uh, videos for bands like Corn, oh, yeah. and uh, he's also been a director of photography on uh, a whole bunch of stuff, including uh, some horror movies and stuff. So, and visual effects background as well. So he's done a whole bunch of stuff. Um, really, uh, you know, obviously somebody who really knows what he's doing, got a good sense of the visual style. And you know storytelling within a short period of time, and uh, yeah, as I I thought this this was a uh, I didn't you know there were there were bits about there was a certain elements about it that I wasn't so hot on, but I think overall I was really in, engaged and intrigued, and I thought it was a good solid little little film that um, you know if you like those kind of uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, portmanteau kind of you know anthology hmm. kind. Of the films this would fit quite nicely into into one of those yeah absolutely 
yeah, definitely worth checking out. That's uh, We Got a Dog. Our next short is Sally. When looking after a little girl, a babysitter discovers the hard way that the little girl's imaginary friend Sally isn't so imaginary after all. A um, bit more expansive, this one, uh, mm. Rich. It's um, set in a sort of larger old house that this family's moved into. Uh, this was woman and her, and her <laughs> daughter. Um, but I think from the sounds of it, they... You know, in the same neighborhood they used to live in or something and and you know the babysitter knows them um and and it works really well so we've got this woman called sam who's, who's the babysitter who comes in um just bear me two six yeah so the girl's called julie and we find out that there's this presence called sally that, that julie talks to um it's i said on some levels it's nothing we've it's nothing we've not seen before, mm. but it is done incredibly well. Um, the, the the apparition of of Sally is really really good, um, and and the two actresses I think do do a really good job. Yeah, this is from uh, Braden Timmons, right, director uh, who uh, did the film uh, <laughs> the Halloween fan film, The Haddonfield Nightmare. Oh yeah, which we we talked about on on mm-hmm. over on the, the main show a while back. Uh, he's 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 really good. Uh, he, you know, he's got he can tell it. He knows how to tell a story on a on a very low budget with a good cinematic look. Something he's brought to to this original story. Yes, it is derivative. Um, you know, it's a, it's a familiar ghost story. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, ha- you know haunted house. You know, J horror type. Uh, almost well, not uh, maybe not J horror, but you know, mm. there, there's a there are some similarities to certain other characters that we've that we've seen in the past. But that, that doesn't matter. What I what I see this is 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 a very polished, very accessible, uh, like 12, 15 minute horror movie. You know, to, whereas you know, like something like We've Got a Dog is a bit more uh, just for the sort of main, uh, you know. The, the sort of horror fans would sort of go for that. I think yeah. even people who are not horror horror fans would enjoy this. You know, the sort of mainstream horror viewers hmm. could 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 get into this. Yeah, um, you could easily watch it. I say the performance. I agree. Performance is really good. I think actually everything around Sally is better than the presentation of Sally herself. In for me, well, I thought all the stuff with the the cinematography and the yeah. the, um, the drawings uh, and all that sort of stuff was 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 sort of the atmosphere was it builds it up really well but at the same time i think the actual manifestation of sally Mm. itself because you know she is an actual character in the film you know um lilith nazarian um just murdered her name um (laughs) plays her and i i really did like her performance you know there is a touch of that sort of j horrorness to to the way she moves and and Mm -hmm. things you know very sort of you know, clicky limbs and things, yeah, and sort of twisting the wrong and way. And the cracking and stuff. Yeah, all that. And I think that works really well. But I do agree also that the actual build-up to it, 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 it it's funny, um, I think it was someone on QI recently where they were saying that a person's adrenaline going on a roller coaster is at its peak just as they get in. Yeah, 
And I think that it is all about that build-up to that moment. Um, you know, so, so the way um, Julie, the little girl, acts, you know, the way she talks about Sally, and you can see she's nervous and yeah, scared yeah. and stuff and looking furtively up to the ceiling and all this sort of stuff. Um, and, you know, the doubt that Sam has, she's sort of playing along with it until she actually sees something. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think that builds really well to the point that, oh, my God, there is something there. You know, um, which, which works really well for me. Mm. But the cinematography, the editing, everything, you know, it, it all works. I think it's great. Yeah, it's just, it, it ends, it's, it, it feels like, you, you know, you want, it leaves you wanting more because it's one of those mm. stories that, that it's almost like the prologue. Yeah, exactly. To, to you could story. imagine it ending there, then sort of like, you know, a caption comes up five years later mm. or something, new family moves in, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, could easily do handle that yeah so so this is you know a really polished shot um as you said from uh, uh Braden timmons yeah back in the um, sun productions sorry that's from uh, from back productions sorry i got confused there with back in the sun i was because they're so such so, so, such similar names i do get them a bit mm. confused but that's back productions so back yeah productions go check out their stuff mm, cool yeah uh so please do go check this one out our next short is Still Buzzing. Set shortly after the events of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, an escaping bank robber hopes to hide out on an old, secluded and supposedly deserted farm. But he's not alone. Um, this is very good, Rich, uh, in that it's, it's got a three-act a three structure to it. We, mm. we have... The initial bit, which is um, the initial part, is this um, police interrogation scene with uh, Sally, who is played by um, Marilyn Burns. Marilyn right? Burns in the original, yes. Yeah, Marilyn Burns in the original uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, and it's like immediately after she's like been rescued and gone to the police, and you know she's in this very hysterical state. And trying to explain to the police what she's been through and who Leatherface is, you know, this this uh, guy who's wearing somebody else's face. And it is quite funny, the fact that, you know, the sheriff goes, I don't get you, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she has to literally explain what it is. Um, and then we get this sort of other section, which is the bank robber who's suddenly just, you know, sort of running away from a robbery, trying to evade the police and ends up you know, out in the countryside and uh, finding his way to this farm. Um, and then that leads into the, sort of the final section. And I have to say that, you know, it was really well done. Um, you know, the, the final section is basically an extended sort of chase, you know, hide and chase and hide and chase kind of kind of thing until we get to this conclusion, which um, is kind of inevitable, <laughs> but with an interesting twist right at the end. Um, which gives the whole film a kind of sort of transgressive flavour, which I think was picked up in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure there's one one of the TCMs where Leatherface is wearing a dress or something or putting, putting something oh, on. Oh, yeah, I think that, yeah, I, I've got, well, I'm sure they did do that. Vague memories of that somewhere. You know, it might have been like, in the Kim Henkel one, New, Next right. Generation, I'm not sure. Possibly. But, um yeah, this this was a really good addition 
to to the whole thing. Um, I wasn't too impressed that there's an effect towards the end where all we've got is like a close up of somebody holding a knife as as they're doing something, and um, you know the sound effects are doing all the work basically. And I, but it wasn't until afterwards that I realised what it was actually doing. It wasn't doing what I thought it was doing, and so I went, oh, "Okay, yeah, I can see why maybe." You know, they've done it like that. But mm-hmm. um, other than that, I thought I thought this was very good. I love the aesthetic of it. You know, the um, the, the color scheme, the sort of film stock look yeah. that they, they they've got for this to sort of put it in that sort of early seventies um, uh, sort of genre, as it were. What do you make of this one? Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. The um, I think it captures the sort of look and feel of that of of Toby Hooper's original hmm. very very well i mean um hooper's film was a low budget film uh, in in itself so uh, but this is this is also sort of no low budget no budget kind of filmmaking but they they managed to they've managed to make it look really um in keeping with the style uh, hmm. which you which is more than you can say for perhaps some of the sequels uh, <laughs> and reboots that have come since um so yeah, the the whole stuff with the bank robber, which then sort of ends up being a red herring, you know, the, the, the sort of little nod to the, you know, that kind of psycho or, or you know, mm. well, psycho is probably the most famous example of doing that, but, you know, various yeah. others setting up a character that you think is going to be the one you're going to be following. And then, uh, oh, no, actually, we're going <laughs> to we're going to follow this That's, character yeah. who's just walked into the shot yeah, over he, here. He, he and, just turns, he's just turns out to be the linchpin, as it were, yeah. uh, to, to get us there. Yeah. yeah, I thought the Sally stuff at the beginning worked quite nicely. Um, I'm listening. I was watching it on headphones, and you know mm. the the sound was really good. You know, it's like yes. um, I kept having to think. I've forgotten to take my because the echo it sounded so authentic, and you know, like you, you know, it didn't feel like I was wearing my headphones. It was I kept taking them off, thinking someone was like in the room or something. So, <laughs> so which was I thought you know a testament to the quality of the sound mix. Um, yeah. But the uh, the, the rest of the film so most of the film as you say most of it is a chase it is that chase is that pursuit of by leatherface of this unnamed girl uh yeah. but yeah it i think again it just fits it fits so well like um you know what that original film did i thought, I thought the the you know the it's really tense it's really unsettling you know the the presentation of leatherface i thought was fantastic it was like yeah. really in keeping with um the, both the look and the sort of mannerisms and movements and sounds and you know the way you know he handles himself and stuff um mm. the title i think actually does it does it a disservice because the title's still still buzzing it's quite you know sort of silly and flippant it it's, is and, um, and, and and you know because i didn't know that it was a a tcm uh fan film hmm. you know i was thinking well, what what What's this? <laughs> you know, um, I thought it was going to be doing flies or something horrible like that. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh god. But um, yeah, as, as soon as I, you know, realised, oh right, yeah, it's Sally and uh, you know uh, that thing. I, I thought that was a great touch. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is a bit of silly, silly title. Um, yeah, but the um, uh, what is, this is one of the I think yeah, it's one of the first Texas Chainsaw fan films I've watched, and mm. it turns out there's absolutely tons of them. Uh, including oh. there was a feature film uh, released, like, a feature fan film released last year, which is getting some good notes. This is which I'm on the lookout All for. Right. Yeah. Um, but the, um, yeah, I've, I've I've seen a couple of you know this and another one did 
I, th I thought, you know, did really well. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm interested to see some of the others. How much you can, mileage you can get out of a Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan film, I'm not sure in terms of, you know, unless you're doing like team ups and stuff. <laughs> but I saw, I saw, I suspect a lot of them yeah. are basically doing the same thing. I might be completely wrong, but I think a lot of them are doing like this film and, you know, trying to do that sort of Leatherface chase scene kind mm. of kind of thing. Um, I, I will check out a few more. There was there was an interesting one where um, I can't remember the name of the filmmakers, but they did what they called this slasher verse. So they did a series of short films, basically, right. basically a web series where they linked various franchises. So they had a Scream episode, a Friday the 13th episode, Nightmare on Elm Street episode, and obviously a um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre episode. And that was that was, that was was quite fun. Um, I think, I say, I, I can't remember exactly what the name of the series was, but I think if you look up mm. Slashiverse, you'd be, able, you'd be able to find it. Um, but I think in terms of an, an authentic sort of continuational representation or an attempt to capture the spirit of what what the texas chainsaw massacre was all about i thought this was a brilliant example and it's it's about 15 16 minutes yeah uh, 1724 long. together but you know that includes yeah yeah minutes. including the, say yeah. All, all the credits and stuff and uh yeah it's, it definitely i didn't feel it dragged i thought it sustained its it's you know mm -hmm. prolonged peril uh really well uh, definitely worth a look absolutely yep um, as with all the shorts, we put the links in the footnotes. Go check it out. Our final short for this show is Verified. A young social media influencer yearns to get more followers for her videos. When she's attacked on the street, she gets exactly what she wished for, but at what cost? Uh, this is the um, directorial debut of um, actress uh, of Ali Chapel. Uh, she's done sort of numerous um, sort of films as well. But I think this is a very assured uh, debut. Uh, you know, it's got relevance as, as far as you know the whole influencer thing still going, and it's it's just really well done. It's it's sort of like a character study almost. You know, this woman puts her um, popularity ahead of her health um, as, as the sort of film goes on. And then, you know, we, we got the usual sort of like, oh, fake news or, you know, the type, type of comments going on. It's, it's you know, it's it's quite slight in that, you know, there's there's not a hell of a lot to it, but I think it's it's shot very well. And, you know, the main actress is really good. Um, Ariel Edwards uh, does a great job as well. So, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, it's kind of it's another one of uh, it's one of those shorts that essentially focuses on a single character. Mm. Um, there are a couple of other actors involved, but it's it's almost exclusively uh, her, and it's you know director director dressed to the camera and all this sort of stuff. Um, the yeah, it's it is does look really good. Um, the um, are we going to mention what the what the thing is that happened, or do we keep that a secret? <laughs> or I don't know. Where uh, but basically, it, well, it, even it, if we don't, it. I yeah. didn't see that coming. I've got to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's in the synopsis. So yeah, zombies. Oh, okay. So so, so yeah, the, I didn't see uh, the bite <laughs> coming. And the interesting thing is, I was expecting the film to sort of put more stuff about that situation in the sort of background of yeah. like, you know, is this happening amid a situation? But mm. they, the, the, 
there's never any indication that anything grand, anything bigger is happening. It's like it was yeah, an isolated like pan, incident. No epidemic of zombies sort of like running no, around. No, at least not at this stage. Not, so, not this stage, yeah. But uh, it could easily fit into sort of, again, if you were doing a side stories thing of a, of a zombie apocalypse, you know, like a, a yeah. side stories of the day of the, of the dawn of the dead or something, mm. you know, this would be a nice little... Um, in that yeah. and um yeah the performance uh, you know ariella was was really good uh the um the transformation some of the makeups really interesting uh the it with the social media angle and stuff it brought to mind some other short uh, films that we've watched uh specifically uh mj in that one it was oh, yeah. about kind of uh, a character who is so interested in uh building her following and stuff that she actually has literally not she has no respect for human life and, yeah. and she's just pure you know she starts to kill people and stuff uh, to get to get that attention yeah uh, and in this case she seemed a bit more uh, a bit not, more creative I mean, she, I think. yeah so, i mean she's not a a, a a nasty character or anything she's actually, no. she's actually quite an innocent but she's she's sort of misguided she you know mm. why she, she you know she's got her followers saying well you should really see a doctor about that <laughs> yeah exactly kind yeah. of stuff and i thought you know the stuff with the scrolling you know the text the not the text mm. the um the tweets or the yeah, yeah. instagram posts or whatever it was coming up I've seen that device in quite a few uh, films and stuff where they're There's using social did, media um... and it becomes like a it's almost like, you know, when you used to have the news broadcast and there's like yeah, a ticker yeah. tape at the bottom that gives yeah. you like extra little bits and pieces. So if you're paying attention, you're quick enough, you see little nuggets that add to the background, add, add, you know, add to the mm. story. And you're seeing all these little comments that are coming up that people have said, yeah. which, which, which uh, complement what, what the actual story is and what's happening there. And if you pick up on some of these things, they add some depth to it, which I think yeah. is really good. There's a film we we covered quite recently, Rich, um, mm. which is about this artist who gets attacked in an alley. Yeah. And it was a similar sort of thing where, you know, nobody believes that what, what happened to her. So she's sort of using her social media to try and, you know, capture it on film sort of thing. And, you know, you yes. get that, again, that sort of scroll of comments on on her Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is, you know. Um, yes, so you're yeah, absolutely right. That's a good, a good comparison. Yeah. What, I can't remember that. what that film was called. It's annoying, isn't it? <laughs> we watched so many. I know the 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 actress in that was um, Emma Fitzpatrick, because uh, mm. I was watching the film The Collection recently. Oh yeah. And and I I, I didn't realise that it was her in that. I mean that th that was made ten years ago, and she basically looks exactly That's the right. same. I can't believe it. But uh, Take Back the Night. Uh, was, that was it was that film yeah so yeah, yeah I, think I wasn't sure if it was that's a yeah. that's an interesting um comparison i would say this would if you like this go check out take back the night yeah. and vice versa it's interesting uh you know looking up um uh ali's um imdb page hmm. and i saw that she was in a another short called skin deep mm -hmm. uh and the trailers or a clip of it is playing on the imdb page and i instantly recognized her her co-star in that Oh, is is um uh, she she's Canadian by the way and um yeah she's got uh, her her co-star is a guy called Steve Kazan um oh, who's yeah. also another sort of, you know he's quite another uh prolific um short film actor he's 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 done a few other bits and pieces as well but mm -hmm. I, I actually interviewed him a few years ago when he was he was inputting a um a sort of short zombie film into into a competition at the time. 
mm. and uh, interviewed him about that, which is quite interesting. So yeah, it's really, really weird how how these things, you know, you end up going down rabbit holes, don't you? And then oh, I'll check that out. But yeah, oh, it looks like she's done yeah. some other interesting stuff. So um, yeah, definitely want to sort of check out some of her acting. Absolutely. Uh, credits. Cool. Um, as usual, we'll put the um, put the short and so the link into the footnotes. So please do go check out Verified. And that is the end of this week's show. So thanks, Rich, for curating these films. I mean, I know I threw one in myself, but uh, as usual, you're the one sort of hunting these down and, um, you know, put them, submitting them for us to review. So good bunch this week. Yeah, and all you... Uh... Uh, in addition to being in the links uh, on this show, uh, these are all recommendations that have appeared on our Twitter uh, page, yep. DTV Short Shots. Uh, we've got probably nearly 700 uh, short films on there, one every day around eight o'clock. Uh, and all these films have featured, yeah. featured on there. Yeah, go, go deep dive into our Twitter feed. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Tune in next time. listening to the DTV Digest. Let us know your thoughts in the comments and tune in again next time.